Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I've been listening to Depeche Mode most of today, so I feel very good. Have you? Yes. 80s? What era? What era of Depeche Mode? Um, 80s. Uh, 80s? Interesting. Yeah. And was this prompted by something, or did you just think, I'm going to go 80s today? Um, It was, I guess. I was in a cafe this morning, and they were playing Personal Jesus, and I thought, oh, oh yes. I haven't listened to Depeche Mode for a while, so I should do that. Wow. And how did, how did it stand up oh i love i love them yeah yeah i love the way he dances the, the singer his dancing is fantastic it's amazing so it's I, so good yeah so that i hope you've been practicing that dancing while mm, listening i've been doing a bit of vacuuming by listening and i was okay. doing a bit of dancing vacuuming thing good excellent because yeah, you know they're from quite near where i came oh, from oh really i knew they were so they were very much you know discussed when i was at school yeah i'm not surprised yeah yeah it was very much even though it wasn't actually where we came where i lived at all mm -hmm. and was quite different it was close enough that it was felt they could be claimed oh yeah wow. yeah so that i didn't yeah. know that mm. yes what about you how are you I'm all right, thank you. I I have been kind of semi putting away my summer clothes and getting out my my transitional Ooh. clothes, which, as you know, is a great thing for me every season that I go through. Yeah, and me I've too. Thrown, I've got rid of loads of clothes, which has been really nice because it's felt like I don't know. I find it very cathartic. I find it very kind of like I am casting off previous existences and I am looking to the future. Yeah, no, that sounds good. It's been really good, and and because you know I'm writing loads at the moment, mm. I actually it's like I have to do that before I can write. Like before I write something big, it's really important to me to feel like I've cleared everything and I'm here, you know. And then I'm like I've just been on a total high writing the last two days because I'm like I feel like I have no past. I am here. This is what I'm doing. That sounds very good. It's been very good indeed. And I'm enjoying, you know, the thing that I'm most excited about, which I think I can share with you because you'll understand, is I have, like, boxes that I keep my cashmere sweaters in because I have such paranoia about moths. Yeah, rightly so. And, and I got all my sweaters out on the bed and I colour-coded them. Oh. So my boxes are now colour-coded. Uh, that... That is really interesting that you should say that because mm. um, it reminds me of I've I've been to Argos recently because I had to oh. buy something. And I'm glad my cashmere sweaters remind <laughs> you of Argos. That's exactly what I'm trying to evoke. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> no, I thought of it. It was more the color coordination. Okay, I well, don't, pretend not... it was that than the quality of my cashmere. Yeah, yeah. and. <laughs> On the way out, I saw a big pile of their catalogs. Oh my god, they're huge! Yeah, I mean they're actually they're they're thick, but they're now quite small. They've done. How are they? Yeah, they've done what you know magazines at some point. I don't think that happens anymore. Did you know when they? At oh some point yeah, they when they shrank, ones? like you'll be able to fit it in your bag yeah. better, but you couldn't actually see the pictures with that, which was the whole point why you buy bought magazines exactly so so that they've shrunk the catalogue but it's still very yeah. thick and i i had such a hard time not taking one 
but we bought uh, something quite heavy and I couldn't I just thought I can't put this in my rucksack at, as oh well. my goodness and I I don't know whether you remember how I used to love looking at the oh others. I do it was I mm. I think it's a very wonderful Beatrice mm. trait that you like yeah. them but the thing was I don't know whether you also remember that you said you had a friend who had a son who was also liking looking yes. at the art and it turned out that the son was about 12 yes. <laughs> whereas I was in my 30s and I thought mm, I don't know maybe I should stop oh this. I did not mean to put put you off I don't think it's an age specific activity and I think you asked what his favorite section was and I I can't remember it might have been toys whereas mine, yes it was mine always has been the jewelry section and yes and I just I it was just so weird how how much of a draw that catalogue was for me and it made me think about why I like catalogues so much and, and what do you think it is well I think it's a bit the same like what you said about color coordination I it just that the order of them yes you know everything has its place and its description you know every I just like the orderliness of of it all um, yeah. So that must be one must be a big big thing. But maybe maybe that's not all. But I and then I was sort of thinking about just buying things from catalogues mm. and um I actually never I we never did that so much in my, my family. Mm. Apart from with my grandmother, she had this catalogue which was called Elegance. So Oh that's good. Mm -hmm. That's a good start. Yeah. And she yeah, liked to wear trousers with a silk blouse. Um, nice. And so we would look through the silk blouses on offer in Elegance uh, that season. And so that was always a bit of a ritual. I would go to her and she'd bring out the latest Elegance catalogue and I uh. would, would have a look at that and she would buy something. But otherwise, I'm sort of... I particularly like the ones like Argos where you have lots of little pictures. Um, yes. I also they are fascinating. They are. I mean, did, did you ever used to get? I mean, did you did you buy? We stuff? did. We did. Like I remember when I was little, and I did love the toy section. Like I can remember, kind of pestering my mum because of liking the toy section, and I think it is that they just seem so rich in stuff it's mm. just like so much stuff but as you say it's very orderly so it feels like you're being logical mm. in your desires even though you're just wanting loads of things mm. because they're all presented in a sort yeah. of interesting way and I, I also remember, I've been trying to think what it was I was writing I think it was when I did I did a series of little articles years ago for an encyclopedia on women's magazines mm -hmm. and I'm sure one of those was about catalogues and I remember being really fascinated about how important they were in America because of because of the great distances in America oh, yeah. so many people just couldn't get to stores mm. and I love that sort of idea and also in in Latin America in, in South America that they were very big there as well for, for similar reasons. And I love that idea of having access to things that you couldn't physically go and see. And so this idea of the catalogue as like this store window, like when we were talking about department stores the other mm. day, 
it's it's like a sort of book form of a department store. Yeah, that's true, and it has all the different departments or sections. Yes. What yeah, I find... and it is like you have a journey. Sorry, just to say that I really love it that you used to look with your granny because I think I think it's like you know I would love looking you know like I, my mum would you know would look through the toys with me or I'd look with my sister at you know the clothes or I'd look, that that it's like you can look with, with different people who are interested in different bits of it. That's true, and I, d I don't do that. I was thinking a lot about what is different from a physical catalogue. I mean, one thing is just the the paper. I used to, I do mm. quite like the paper. Um, it's because it's thin, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's thin and quite glossy. Yes. Um, but also, what is it that is different? Because, you, I mean, if you go on a, on a big website of a big, you know, shop, mm. you, you get all the stuff. But that's somehow not quite as satisfactory it's, to me. It's not the same thing as it. I mean, I do like online shopping, as you know. But you don't kind of happen across things in the way you do with a catalogue. Mm. Yeah. Do you? And, and there's also just, like you were saying about carrying it home, just the weight of it. Just you feel like you've got a serious thing in your hands. And I guess that you can go back to it. Um, mm. you, you can have um, joy with the gold hoop section of the Argos catalogue <laughs> and then you can go back to it after a few days and yes. just have another look and um... and you can mark the pages ah that's true you and can. keep staring at them mm. yeah that's true and didn't I don't know if this is actually true but I'm sure I read somewhere that Bonnie and Clyde bought their clothes from like the Marshall Field oh, catalogue really? or something and I I mean my love of Bonnie and Clyde is because of Faye Dunaway yes. in the 60s film, and that film is so amazing. Mm. So it's based, it my, it's like layers of fiction, mm. my interest in them. No context in reality other than did they buy their clothes from catalogues, because that would be an added interesting facet of, of kind of, yeah, that, and also there's like the allure of like waiting for them because it, it's like getting a gift in the post. And I guess in the past, uh, I, I for a while I, I bought a few. I was writing something very little about um, underwear between the walls, uh. and I bought a few underwear catalogues. And when they had artificial silk, they went totally crazy with all the different colors you could get. Wow! I don't think people actually went for that as, as in actually buying it at least mm. from get you know gathering from what we have at at the museum yeah we don't have all these crazy colors that you could get or just a few things but anyway i i just thought it must have been it must have been like having a you know in the olden days taking photos on a film and then not quite knowing what you're going to get yes. must have That's been a true. bit like that because you you don't see you don't have a photo most of the time you have a drawing yes. and then you have a color that is usually described by some flower name or something and then you'd, yeah, and you you don't quite know about the measurements. I mean, that's I guess you would have sent in your own measurements quite often. Not you wouldn't have. Oh, do you for, think? Yeah, it, quite often there are sort of size charts and they tell wow. you what they need. So you send in your own measurements. I guess that's better. And then, but still, you wouldn't have entirely known exactly no. what you're gonna get. So that must have been. Well, exciting or totally annoying, I guess. Well, yeah, but it, it kind of, it really plays to the appeal of fashion and fantasy and the imagination, doesn't it? 
Yes, and also I'm always amazed how people, um, they must, yeah, like you said, they must have been able to picture something just from a description. Mm. And Oh, yeah, that's so interesting, isn't it? That idea of how do, what makes you picture a garment. Yeah, and it, I mean, sometimes you really didn't have that much to go to go by it, it the line drawing sometimes is really very sparse if there is mm. one at all and it and you, you don't have a fabric swatch or anything like that it just says it says the fabric and I guess people knew more about what different fabrics were um, and then the color that always strikes me with um, couture gowns as well if if you know you you have to really trust the person who makes the stuff because you yes. you, you don't know what you're gonna you're gonna get um, I suppose it, yeah, no, it, it's interesting, and it's, it is, I don't know, I just, as I say, coming back to this idea of distance, I really just love that idea of getting things you couldn't have otherwise, mm. and that they're making this sort of link between this kind of notional idea of of fashion as this exciting thing, but then also, like, practical ones, because some catalogues you look at there's like overalls of various different kinds aren't there yes or you get uh, a section for your maid um, true yes yes so that she she has something to wear as well um and and yeah pajamas the army yeah army and navy stores are um catalogues are quite interesting because they're, they're oh i've never seen them yeah they're massive that we've got oh really yeah. oh i must see one yeah there we've got one or two at work i there might be facsimiles i'm not sure mm. but because they're also for people who are going off to the colonies so oh my goodness you get all sorts of you know things for the hotter climate and um yeah, various, various stuff. So that that's really interesting as well. Wow. So also the idea that you're taking in that case a sort of idea of Englishness with you. It's like part of the colonising process almost, yes. almost, that you're not planning to engage with local product. You're bringing it with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I guess, or I guess, I guess you could have also, when you were already there you probably could have ordered from there as well I guess yes I um, wonder if that's the case that would be really interesting mm, yeah I don't... It, because it's also really important in terms of allowing people with less money to have access I mean it's also really pernicious because I think they had quite high interest often on payments but the the idea is like a sort of pre-credit card thing isn't it with oh, some of them true. that mm. you pay by installment so it's kind of I mean, I hate it when people say about democratising because so often it's not democratising yeah. at all. It's to a specific group, but it's it's giving access, but it's also making you kind of beholden to them and paying more ultimately. That's true. Mm. But I think there is something very alluring about those those catalogues. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it, it amazes me, kind of without ever asking for any catalogue to be sent to me, I continually get these little <laughs> catalogues, which I just throw away, and I always think I wish they wouldn't. Like I said, I did at one time, I tried to get stop all these places sending them to me, but I found that if I contacted them to say don't send them anymore, 
it kind of encouraged them to send them more because I'd made contact rather than actually listening to what I said. Yeah, I actually, um, I, I must have done something that successfully stopped it. And I, I almost, of course, slightly regret it now. Um, I still get the Lakeland catalogue for some reason. I remember you as a Lakeland. <laughs> I quite like that one as well, but it's not really fashion, I guess. I it's used to not, really, but I like that you like it. I used to really like the Toast catalogues. I thought they were... Oh, yes, they were quite, they were more inventive in terms yeah. of the paper size and like folded up posters and things. Mm. I mean, I still prefer the ones with all the little pictures, I must say. Um, well, I th there is, as you said, there's something, because it is, they're very encyclopedic and just the size of them. As I say, you feel like you've got a serious enterprise here. Yeah. And, and it's also, it's so pre-internet, isn't it? The idea that you would pour for hours and hours over a catalogue. Yeah. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's so pre-digital. Pre but, but it is there is something that's very entertaining about doing that and and the fact that you you can do it by yourself but also often it's something that you would talk it you know you kind of feel it's something that's connecting you with your family or your friends mm. potentially as well and less so with with stuff online i think uh, do you yeah remember? i think that's what I, I think you, when you came with the students once, I showed you one that we have at the Museum of London, which is from, we have quite a lot of catalogues and other things to do with Marshall and Snellgrove. Oh, God, yes, that's, yes. And there was one, I think it's called The Travels of Veronica. Yes, it's fabulous. And it's like a magazine. Yeah. So it's all yeah. these different things that are high... Um, high class or how would you say upper class young lady would do like going to court yes. going to the Côte d'Azur um, and I'm quite sure that has some clothes for maids at the end as well and I think wow. there's a pyjama section and yeah accessories and it's really lovely illustrations as well it's really engaging yeah no it really is more it's it's more like a, a magazine um, but again doesn't give you that much to go on if you wanted to buy any of these things. But it is really about dreaming about the thing. Yeah. Yeah, because, that's true. Because I know, like, you know, lovely Richard Haynes, the illustrator, yes. who's my friend, he said this thing that really resonated about how that that it's like with, with a fashion illustration, you don't give everything. It's like the person looking at it is, you know, brings the final element and, you know, and I think that's, true it seems like from what both of us are saying that's true also with catalog yes. it might be a less elevated thing that you're looking at but it's i guess it could be that you're you know you dream about it you keep looking at it you keep going back to it in the mag in the in the catalog i mean and then you're waiting for it to arrive and i wonder how many people feel it was worth it when they got it yes you know mm. I wonder what the rate of things being returned is. Yeah. Because the the myth is always you can try it on and then you send it back. But I wonder how many people actually do that. Yeah, and I don't quite know what the um, conditions were, you know, terms and conditions. Sure, yes. On how, how that yeah. worked. I mean, I suppose the post was much more efficient then. Well, yes. like there were more there were, I more mean deliveries. not if you lived out in the wild but yes yeah more deliveries mm. yeah yeah 
I also, it's, it's so fascinating. Someone um, got in touch recently and I, I might have got that wrong and in the end it didn't go anywhere because it just didn't seem quite right for us. But it sounded a bit like they had an ancestor's, like a scrapbook where the person had cut out things from... Oh my goodness. I don't know whether it was magazines or catalogues. I sort of like to think it yeah. was catalogues, but I'm not entirely sure. And I was just wondering whether people used to do that. Um, I bet they did. Yeah, because you could put your dream wardrobe together on the yes. page. Yes. Mm. Yes. And I think it's interesting as well, like the the kind of I, I was it Kay's catalogue. There's I, there's like a big catalogue company that does various catalogues that a couple of years ago, put a lot of their stuff online. So I just had a look at quite a few of the things. Um, and it's got, it's like, it's, it's, it's like there's a sort of vernacular of modeling. That's true. That only exists in catalogues. And it's like different kinds of models, modeling catalogues. And I think it's quite, you know, sort of, you could make a living from it, but it is, it is a different kind of thing because although they often take them on location to the beach, or that they're very much relating it to where you would wear it. Mm. It's not as elevated, and it's more sort of everyday and relatable, isn't it? Yeah, that's true, and you get more ages, I think. Yes, more wider spread. Yeah, um, I think it's still very white. Yeah, yeah, the ones um, I remember. Uh, I think the most recent ones that I would have looked at was La Redoute. I sometimes oh wow yeah to get their catalogues um and I think in the nineties I might have even had a Bowden the odd Bowden catalogue um, oh that's so funny I'd forgotten those yes um and there was another one I think called Racing Green or something a bit like that or maybe I'm mm, making that up. but they that. were but they Bowden were... is funny because sometimes I won't name the resort but I can remember going to this sort of very middle class seaside town in Sussex and thinking this entire family has just sprung from a Bojan mm. catalogue. Mm. And it was, it's like one of the rare times where I thought I can, because, because it was so like distinctive and kind of yes. bright, jolly colours and blood and sand. And, and it was just like the mother, I assume I'm being sexist by assuming it was the mother, but that she just brought, bought their entire holiday wardrobe and they were just like a little Bowden. Mm. Like a, a, a catalogue in a way. Exactly. And it was very kind of striking because their clothes are so, or oh, I don't know if they still are, but, you know, were so kind of bright colours. Mm. And that's so not English. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's a very particular, yeah, anyway, it was funny. Mm. Yeah. But yes, it, I mean, that, that would be interesting to look into. There must be catalogues that cater to a wider spectrum of sizes, ethnicities, tastes, mm. styles, mustn't there? Yeah. Because okay. the ones we've mentioned are all the kind of white middle class kind of ones. Yeah, more. that's true. Definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. That's definitely ones that I yeah. used to have. Um, and I just because wonder how much, they, how much they are still made. The one thing I really don't like about them now is the paper, the use of yeah. a massive amount of paper and yes exactly um, they were incredibly wasteful when you think well like i was saying about they just go in my recycle bin mm, immediately mm, and there must be so many but, but i guess it must be financially worthwhile for them to churn them out even if it's not ethically yeah, good like you say you come across things you didn't even know you wanted 
Um, yes. Whereas yes. If so you... I suppose there's like there's like there's a sense of looking at them and choosing and taking your time, but there's also kind of an impulse buy and thinking, oh well, maybe as I'm going to send for it, maybe I should buy this other thing as well. Maybe there's lots of add-on. That's true. Things that people buy in addition to what they really thought they wanted to buy. Yeah, that's true. I definitely used to think that. I might as well. Or always this incentive of if you if you buy so and so many pounds worth you get free delivery oh yes and things that are kind of multiple deals they're just under they're always just under yes so you have to buy another just under and yes uh, to, yeah yeah oh space and really K, that's another one i used to really like they used to make catalogs oh Maybe my goodness do. um i don't know i haven't had a space and K catalog for ages but i go on their website a lot mm. yeah. yes staring at beauty products is fun too. yeah so yeah so that's what i've been um doing is sort of trying to not take the argos catalog home with success well mm. in a way i wish you had one mm. yeah maybe because I... because you could look at the jewelry and... yeah i i can still get it i guess um, yes. Well, yeah. there's one near Brixton Tube. I can pick you up one anytime. Yeah, but they're heavy. They're heavy. Okay, I can, I can bring Coda with a small cart. <laughs> yeah. And between us, we can bring yeah. it back for yeah. you. Okay. Okay, and I do think the next time I come to the museum, we should we should look at lots of. Yeah, we have quite a lot of Martian Snellgrove and other ones. We actually have a really good collection of catalogues, so there's there's hours of I fun. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, hours of fun ahead. Okay, okay. Well, I will look forward to that because that seems like a good outing. Okay, me too. Okay, have a, have a good weekend. And you. Bye. Bye.